Final score, Tramier Rovers nil, Wrexham won. I'm Mark Rivers from Wrexham AFC, and that was impressive. First away win of the season. Bit of a mismatch, if I'm totally honest, although once more, we can't deny, we looked like we've got more goals in us than we actually are producing. So this was a game which ended up just being 1-0 when it could have been a lot more. Really dominant performance by Wrexham, though who right from the very start were up for it. Within the first 10 minutes, we started racking up the corners. I think it was 17 in total that we had. 17 corners? Goodness me, it was it was insane. And we dominated virtually all of the game. Tramia had a couple of moments coming forwards, but didn't really get much sustained pressure until the 96th minute when they threw their keeper up for some set pieces and caused a bit of panic and could have got an equaliser. That would have been extremely harsh on Wrexham, but, you know, you do get punished if you don't take your chances. As I said, Wrexham, from the very start, were right on top. Barnes was causing problems for the young left-back birds, which Tramiel have got from Liverpool's academy. Swinging in across to the far post, McLean, not with the last powerful drive from the left side of the box. Shot on target, was blocked, ricocheted to Young inside the box, and he smashed it with typical power. Unfortunately... Ollie Palmer couldn't get out of the way of it. It hit him in the midriff and bounced behind. But Wrexham were starting to pile up, as I said, the set pieces, and we had a significant height advantage. Yarny was marking Toza, for example, and Toza's got a few inches on him. He's well-built, bloke out, Yarny. And then, as he went through the Wrexham side, there were some real uh, sort of, well, I guess say mismatches. I noticed that Jennings' man was Palmer. So... They were having problems getting set plays away. We also, well, in the press box, we had to shout for a penalty, but to be fair, it wasn't a penalty, and Dozer didn't ask for it. When a corner came, was cleared beyond the far post. Toza battling for it, said Yarny facing him, with back to the ball, grabbing Toza's shirt. Uh, it was pretty blatant, but I think Toza had hold of him as well, and Toza didn't complain when it wasn't given. But we kept putting pressure on Toza with a quick throw-in in the ninth minute. Carrying to Palmer, who probably should have scored, really. He's around the penalty spot, got a space around him. He lashed a shot on the half turn and put it over the bar. Then it was Lee spreading the ball nicely to Barnett on the right-hand side. Barnett drilling a tempting ball across the six-yard box. Nobody able to get there to knock it in. A moment later, another close moment. Again, Barnett delivering from the right-hand side for Elliot Lee, who leapt and headed over the bar, unmarked from the left side of the box, about eight yards out, something like that. It's a presentable chance, but the problem was it was just a bit too high for him, and he really stretched and leaned back to try and get on top of it and just couldn't quite manage it. So Wrexham completely bossing play. Wrexham's midfield of O'Connor and Young and Lee showing terrific energy, controlling the play, pushing up and... and Tramway are struggling to retain possession. Their fans getting impatient already. Remember, they only had one league win all season so far. They were moving the ball around quite passively at the back. Wrexham are happy to set off. Usually the trigger was when it went to Bird and Wrexham would then start to monster them. And the truth is that Tramway tended to play it around quite passively, not really get anywhere. And then one of the players would be impatient and knock a long ball and then Wrexham had it. Really dominating play. Tramway did, however... Uh, 
cause a moment of danger. Super play by Christian Dennis, dropping off into midfield, whipping a creek ball out to the left-hand side. Hawks running at his man, got to the corner of the box, cut onto his right foot and hit a curler, trying to beat Howard. It was a shot, definitely, although Dennis had continued his run into the goalmouth lunge and was close to reaching it and diverting it goalwards. But as it was, the shot missed Dennis and missed the target. And so then it was Wrexham turning the screw once more. Uh, nice pass by McLean. Cutting inside towards the D. Palmer turning and driving at the Tranmere centre-backs. Getting into the box. Probably if he could, he would have got the shot off a bit sooner. As it was, he just kept going and going. Couldn't find a way through. In the end, he's tackled, but the ball ricochets across to Dolby. Lovely first touch by Dolby. He's one-on-one with the keeper from a tightish angle. And the keeper who would be penalised for this later, McGee, comes out, arms stretched in the modern style, and Dolby's strike hit a hand and went behind for a corner. A great save, and that was an example of when you use that handball keeper technique, but we would see an example of him doing it when you shouldn't later on, and it would lead to Wrexham's goal. Young's then sweeping in the corner, and it is cleared to Tozu, who had a really presentable chance, about 15 yards out, to hit it on target, he went for the volley and off balance, he put it a long way off target. McLean and Barnett really bossing the game down the flanks. McLean cutting down the left, blasting a ball across goal, and Dolby, gosh, denied by a magnificent save by McGee. Dolby on the edge of the six yard box at the near post, got the right contact, just put his foot on it and steered this pacey cross into the bottom left corner. And McGee somehow managed to leave a foot there and put it around the post for a corner. Uh, it's a hell of a chance, but if I'm honest with you, I don't think Dolby did anything wrong at all. I mean, it happened so quickly up in the press box, we thought he'd come off a defender. <laughs> it was just such a, a powerful strike by McLean. Wrexham kept pushing on. It's about 10 minutes of the break, and I think Wrexham may be conscious that they dominated but not scored. Started to up the intensity. Young sweeping in a corner. Boyle jumping and heading the ball down, cleared off the line, with the keeper unable to get there. Then it was Lee intercepting with a beautiful first touch in midfield, and on the transition, he's up there in the stats for carrying the ball in League 2. Carrying it forwards, beautifully weighted pass once he'd drawn players to him to McLean, one-on-one with the keeper. McLean maybe made the angle a lot more difficult than it needed to be, <clears throat> but then tried to cut it across the goalie, and again McGee came to the rescue, saving with his trailing foot. Tramier had another opportunity then. First chance for Howard to make a save. It was Merry feeding it on to Jennings. Lovely pass by Jennings down the left channel to send Dennis away. Dennis struck a fierce shot across Howard. And Howard was down very sharply and really good hands, held onto it well, rather than pushing it into the danger zone. So half-time, inexplicably, nil-nil. I say inexplicably, McGee had done ever so well in the Tramia goal. But the incessant pressure just picked up again after the break. This wasn't like Barrow or Wimbledon, where the nature of the game changed. Wrexham would go out and dominate the second half too. O'Connor with a corner, Dolby rising at the near post, flick header, just wide of the far post, we thought it was in, it was a lovely little routine, Tramia failed to learn from it, because five minutes later, exactly the same happened, O'Connor again hitting the near post, Dolby again rising and flicking it across goal, this time it went wide, but Toza was able to pull the ball back and into the goal, now Hayden got a touch onto it, but couldn't get any leverage, and it was an easy take for McGee, but four minutes later, he had no chance, Again, a corner 
O'Connor's third corner that leads to an opportunity. This one finally is taken. O'Connor sweeping a corner in again to the edge of the six-yard box. Hayden with an unimpeded run from the edge of the box, heading the ball comfortably past the keeper. Now, two things to pick up here. Yarny was trying to pick up Hayden. Wrexham had a crowd of four players around the penalty spot, and so Tramley's man-markers were maybe having a little bit of a problem picking them. That's a theory anyway, isn't it, that they might lose one of them. Well, Yarny does lose Hayden, and Hayden's goal side of him. Yarny tries belatedly to get back and he runs into Palmer now of course you see a lot of blocking on these <coughs> set pieces I should think Palmer was looking at Yarny I think it says that Yarny did a very bad job of marking Hayden and after he'd lost him desperately just went back and ran into Palmer but anyway Hayden was completely unmarked and then that point I made before about the keeper to be fair to him I'm not saying that he would have saved this but there are times when you make yourself big like that I feel and times when you shouldn't and when Hayden's got ahead are so close to goal, I think that the keeper's better off going directly at the ball and trying to get something on it. You're close enough to maybe make a difference by jumping, by staying where he was and just jumping up with his hands and legs apart. He's just hoping Hayden has a bad head, isn't he? And Hayden didn't. If you go to the ball, you've got a chance of actually intervening. But anyway, who cares? Because Wexham took the lead and didn't sit back on it, we kept pushing on, looking for more, a great piece of play on the right hand side by Dorby, winning the ball, and then feeding in McLean, overhit the pass unfortunately, because McLean could have been one on one, he still had a great chance, drove it in, it was well saved by the foot of McGee, the shot going across him again, he was in the goal this time rather than coming out to McLean, it poked her out, and Lee just not able quite to reach it as the ball ricocheted back and out for a corner Tramley has another opportunity a hopeful one, Sam Taylor came on and he injected a bit of life in their team the one moment when Hayden didn't look imperious, Taylor taking on and beating him rather easily, cutting into the edge of the area and hitting a shot but Howard, although he had to palm it over was in complete control of it, he could see where it was going, uh, it just wasn't, it was too high to hold on to Wrexham had to make a change soon after Hayden Pulled up. Thankfully, it looks like we just cramp. And so um, Owen O'Connell came on in his place. And Wrexham continued to put, push on. Toza were keeping a corner alive on the right side of the box. Drilling it in. Dolby this time, the player who can't quite reach it in front of the goal. And then from the resulting corner, the ball comes in. It's clear to Lee, who's shot from outside the box, is driven into the ground and spins and spits up nastily into the goal mouth. Defender jumps and flicks it towards his own goal. And again, McGee has to be very sharp to get down low to his left to push the ball around the post for yet another corner. Five minutes left. Wrexham still in control. But then a moment of danger. Cute little back heel by Jennings just shifts the ball between the lines. Hendry helps it on nicely to Taylor running into the right channel. But Howard really alert. Good starting position. Races quickly off his line and gets there comfortably to save at his feet. Wrexham then made more changes. Ford replacing Barnett who'd run himself into the ground. And then in the 90th minute, George Evans coming on for his debut to replace Lee just to see the game out. Soon after that, you saw Dolby chasing heroically and looking absolutely spent. And you think, oh, maybe we should use that third substitution window to get Bickerstaff on for him, just to give him a break and some energy up front. But we looked comfortable enough until the 96th minute when Tranmere won a set piece. 
the goalkeeper McGee came up for it and he did cause some disruption and eventually after an initial corner had failed to cause problems another one came in Dennis, I don't know how, it was a flat corner to the near post. Somehow it carried through to Dennis inside the six-yard box. A glorious opportunity. And he hit it. I think he got a bit stuck between his feet for a moment. And that allowed Toza to just lunge at him and do really well to block and put it behind for a corner. That corner was aimed at McGee, caused a bit of consternation as he just caused confusion in the box. But in the end, fell kindly for Howard to claim. And the final whistle went. And Wrexham had, well... Battered Tranmere 1-0. Does that make sense? It was an excellent performance. It really was. A, a proper full 90 minutes as well. Not like the last two away games where there have been spells where we've been put under pressure. Tranmere's opportunities were sporadic. And frankly, I, I didn't really feel too stressed by their threat until the goalkeeper joined in in the 96-97th minute. Looking at the performances, excellent from Howard again. I mean, he's got competition in goal now. And he was very, very impressive, I thought. Very decisive. Made some couple of sharp saves. Nothing impossible, but he was very sharp. The way he held on to that cross shot by Dennis was impressive. And he was releasing the ball well, too. So good stuff from Howard. The back three did really, really well. Toza was involved in an awful lot going forward from set pieces as well as his long throws, too. And he was very solid in the middle. Hayden looks pleasingly like Aaron Hayden coming back off a long injury uh, he really looked impressive and took that goal typically well and Boyle as well when there was a bombardment in the air he was solid repelling it the wing backs were really impressive Barnett got a lot into the box especially in the first half hour and like I said was isolating and, and taking on Pike who really couldn't stop him from getting the balls in Pike did quite well going the other way his use of the ball was intelligent but defensively, well, Leicester had tried to exploit him. Well, they did successfully in midweek, and now Barnett did here. On the left-hand side, McLean, very impressive. Again, a constant stream of service into the box. He was allowed space to operate in. Big mistake by Tranmere. Uh, he was punishing them with good balls in the box and had two very presentable chances to score as well. Three counted the one that was blocked in the opening moments. Very, very impressive. McLean enjoyed the battle. Nothing to... Nothing got down his flank either defensively. In the middle of midfield, again, dominant. O'Connell regulated play superbly. It was great to see him looking so confident, just in control of the, the situation, snuffing off fires. Very calm as always under pressure. Lee was really impressive. Again, his creativity is great. His carrying of the ball. When he was getting the ball between the lines, Tramby were backing off and were panicking. And his work rate, again, very impressive. And then on the other side of the midfield, of course, we had Luke Young. Terrific energy. He didn't do anything so eye-catching, particularly. But, again, his, his work rate was terrific. His use of the ball was swift. And it was a good performance by him, too. Up front, right, Dolby, as Phil Parkinson rightly said after the final whistle, his best performance of the season. He really was energetic. He was turning strikers nicely, won his fair share of headers, winning balls in the attacking third as well. He was unlucky not to score. Fantastic save with McGee's feet to deny him after McLean drove the ball in. Very, very pleasing. Ran the channels well, ran the flanks well to be an uh, early target for passes out from the back. He did very, very well indeed. 
as did Palmer, who I went for as my man of the match, and I, I think I'll stick with that, although there were a lot of good performances, but Palmer battled with the centre-backs. Um, Davis and Turnbull are very good in the air, but Palmer was a constant thorn in their side, causing problems. He missed that great early chance, admittedly, but yeah, a very good shift put in by him. So, great stuff. Wrexham get their first away win of the season. The table looks a, a bit more pleasing now. We're within reach of the playoffs. So, good good away performance, dominant performance. I will say, if I <laughs> if I cared for them, I would worry for Tranmere. That was a toothless performance by them. They've won one game and lost all the others in the league. And, you know, I mean, Dennis shows sparks occasionally up front. I think he's a good player. Jennings shows quality when he drops deep and, and he was often the player who could try and probe a little bit and feed balls forwards accurately. Um, likewise, Hendry was decent in midfield. But they they didn't look good at all to me and could have lost by quite a heavy margin here. So not my problem, to be perfectly frank. Wrexham picking up more and more momentum. Final score, Tramway Rovers nil, Wrexham 1 and Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.